Humans, welcome to the Sydney Hall Show. Welcome to the Sydney Hall Show. This is uh, your Friday cast. Last Friday in April, earliest you can hear this is Friday, April 28th. Welcome to the hideaway. Come on in. Come on in. We're doing this weekly now. We're getting the hang of doing this weekly. How are we doing? Let me know. Listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. Humans left you with a bit of a cliffhanger last week. Was I going to get you compelling audio from Washington Square Park at 420 on 420? Was it going to happen? Well, you'll get the answer to that here in a moment. It's either a yes or a no. You're still on that cliff. You're like Gabe Walker, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, and Cliffhanger. Before I answer that question for you humans, let's lay out some of the other topics. We're going to check in on the listener line. I want to talk about the mindset of a TV show. That TV show being Naked and Afraid. <laughs> I want to talk some more AI. You know we can't go a week without talking about artificial intelligence around here. I want to address something happening to the city of Oakland. And we're going to discuss companion pieces. Companion pieces. What do you mean, Sid? You talk about having companions from time to time. <clears throat> of course, we know that certain airlines offer companion fares. Well, in this case, I mean a piece of art, a piece of literature, a piece of news, a fable, true story that can be offered as a companion piece to a well-known one. You know, isn't it nice to get a little yin with our yang? Isn't it nice to get a full, nice picture? So we're going to talk about a companion piece to none other than the legend or the example. That is Sir Ernest Shackleton. If you're confused, don't worry. I'll spell it out, I'll lay it out. And humans, it's time to attach your, your carabiner to something solid that you know you can belay down with. Because I did. I did go out and get you some compelling audio from Washington Square Park on April 20th at 4.20 p.m. So get excited. We'll be hearing that today as well. Okay, so humans, before we get to the listener line, let's let's talk about this television show, Naked and Afraid. Now, to give a little credit here, I was hanging out with uh, Dan here in New York, and uh, we were just watching some NBA playoffs, and I think a commercial for Naked and Afraid came on. Somehow it came up. And uh, he asked me my thoughts on the program, and... Uh, again, want to give him credit here. You know, he's the one that got this marble bouncing around in my head. He asked me what my thoughts were on Naked and Afraid. I took a pause. I may have even had a puff of legal cannabis. This is actually one week ago on 420, pretty late in the evening. I thought about it and I thought, you know, there's just something sick about it. Because who is this show for? Who 
is this show for? Who's watching this show? What, what, what position is the watcher of this show in? You know, we're not watching, hey, here's a Navy SEAL, you know, retired Navy SEAL. We, you know, dropped him in the wilderness, you know, possibly nude, possibly nude, but we dropped him in the wilderness, you know, and he's ready to take this thing on. And like, we're going to watch him make it, you know, back to society and stave off predators and the elements and make it and be like that much better for it. You know, that's not, it's not what we're watching. We're watching people that are naked and afraid. And I'm using the term we here liberally because I've never seen the show and I don't plan on watching. But what does that put you then as the television watcher in your recliner, on your couch, laying in bed perhaps, you know, in one of those, one of those beds where you can sit up, you know, maybe you've got your sleep number set to something comfortable. What does that make you? It gives me vibes to sound like, to sound very current. It gives me vibes of being some king in some sick medieval situation where, you know, you've got no other entertainment. And so you've got some peasant that's wronged you or some debtor. And you're like, you know, be fun. Send that man out and outside of the castle wall, naked, and see if he survives the night. See if he can get through these woods and back to the closest village with no help from us. And we can, we can, we can sit up in one of the spires of the castle and watch this man or woman naked and afraid and see what happens to them. And I bet in that case, it probably wouldn't go well. That's what that reminds me of. Or some sickness in ancient Rome, you know, some emperor that wants to watch. Someone naked and afraid. It's... Is that sadism? Yes, I do believe it is. It's a show for sadists. Now, maybe it's a safe place for sadists to play, you know, well... I work all week and, uh, you know, I, I don't have an enemy to actually torture someone else, but I can happily, you know, go to the store, get some popping corn, get like a nice cherry seven up, go home, have some popping corn and some soda and watch some people naked and afraid. It's, again, we're not watching someone trained to get out of a situation. We're not watching naked and tough or like dropped in the middle of nowhere and tough. This isn't Bear grills getting our girl Kate Hudson out of trouble, you know, and they eat a few bugs and they invent a few things along the way. These are people scurrying around, naked, afraid. A show for sadists. A safe place for sadists. Oh, you know, it's just too hard to get into the sadism scene, really. 
You know, I can't find any masochists. I'm married. I've got kids. This is close enough. This is where I'll get my jollies. And frankly, it's on the Discovery Channel. So, like, you know, people have to be okay with it. And what I mean by that is, like, yeah, watching probably other television shows targeted at sadists might be a little edgy. Someone's partner might be a little too vanilla for having that in the home. Maybe there's kids around. But this is on the Discovery Channel. It's like, listen. It's it's hidden. It's hidden in plain sight. Listen, I'm not a sicko. I don't get pleasure from watching other people in pain. You know, there's home makeover shows on this show. There's stuff about nature. There's stuff about buying beachfront property. It's it's the Discovery Channel. This is fine. It's bland. It's vanilla. It ain't no thing. Nothing to see here. <laughs> and and forgive me. I shouldn't call sadists sickos. Everyone's got their kink. And this is not a place to kink shame. By any means. We're all human. I, I welcome your kinks. Humans, let us know. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. <laughs> but I think there's something very funny about if you really break down, you know, this isn't a survival show. This is a watch. It's just a see how they run type thing. Am I wrong? Do you watch this show? Listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. Record into the voice memo recorder on your smartphone. Then hit the share button and share it with that email address, listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. I'm sitting here clothed and confident. And, and, and just, I haven't ever done an episode of the show naked. I've done an episode of the show shirtless, I think, but never naked. The city of Oakland. We know it. Speaking of companion pieces, a companion piece to San Francisco in the Bay Area, Oakland. <sighs> Something's going on there. I smell a rat. What's this rat I smell? I smell... You want to talk conspiracy theories here? <laughs> Did you guys tune in over here from Joe Rogan? To hear some conspiracy theories, here's one for you. The Oakland Raiders moved to Las Vegas. Now the Oakland A's are moving to Las Vegas. Hmm. Oakland's by the sea. As climate change information comes out more and more, sea levels are rising. Just today in New York, hearing all about how Long Island better better get ready. Better get ready. Better put some of those houses on stilts because the ocean's moving up. And it's happening all over the world. Are the powers that be, are the Illuminati of Oakland up to something? Are they realizing, hey, listen, the sea's going to rise. The San Francisco Bay is going to rise. Let's move the whole damn city to Vegas. Let's move to the desert. We can figure it out from there. 
I can only imagine this board meeting of these uh, these scheming, powerful, high-ranking officials that can pull off this kind of a conspiracy. They're saying to themselves, hey, listen, we need to move this town. We need to move this town. We can start over. We can just make Oakland somewhere else. San Francisco can get swallowed up by water, and then we will remain Oakland. And we'll be the first to do it, and no other city will see it coming. We'll just freaking flat out move. And then someone chimes up in this, you know, cigar-filled room. But the people won't leave. What about their culture? What about their lives? And then someone else chimes in. With their sports teams, so they shall go. Move their sports team, z, move the masses. And so, hey, the Raiders moved to Las Vegas. Nothing to see here. Okay, fine. We've all put up with it. Isn't it interesting for Las Vegas to have a professional team? I think many NFL fans are like, dude, yes. When my favorite team plays the Raiders, I'm going to make like a three-day weekend out of it and go spend a wild weekend in Vegas and see my team play in person. Okay, nothing to see here. Now the Oakland A's baseball team are going to move to Vegas? I smell a rat. What's next? Have MC Hammer just casually, you know, saying he's from Vegas now? You know, just, oh, yeah, yeah, from Vegas. I used to work for the A's as a kid in Vegas. Can Oakland just move Jack London Square to the desert? Think about it, humans. Think about this. Where would your town move? Oh, no, sea levels are rising. Well, you know what? Let's just up and move Savannah. Right, let's plop it right up in the uh, Appalachian Mountains near Asheville. And let these two destination towns duke it out, shall we? <laughs> I mean, Marfa, Texas is ripe for the picking, you know? Some other town, just just bulldoze your way in. Move your sports teams in. Move your ballet company in. Move your teams. Move your culture. Your citizens will follow. Oh, man, I want to go see the leaves change this weekend. Um, let's go somewhere off of I-40. Yeah, do you want to go to Savannah or to Asheville? Hmm. You know, Savannah still has that southern coastal vibe. They eat a lot of shrimp up here in the mountains. Eh, but Asheville's so crunchy. Yeah, let's go to New Savannah. Let's go to New Savannah, right up there in high elevation. I'm telling you, humans. I'm telling you, that's what's going on. Oakland is the first city to get it right. They see that the sea's rising. They say, let's get somewhere else. We'll deal with that when we get there. Where will other towns move to, humans? Let me know. Listener line at sydneyhollisshow.com. Humans, the listener line. Last week, I was talking about cones. And in this instance, I mean pre-rolled joints. There's not marijuana in the joints yet, but it's like an empty marijuana joint that has like a little 
filter, a little tip on the end. And then it gets, you know, it widens as it goes out like a megaphone and it's just an empty cone. And they're called cones and there's various brands. There's a company called Raw. You know, they make those kinds of products and, and they're the most uh, prominent. At least that's the ones I see the most of. I've never, I've smoked a cone. I've never stuffed a cone myself. And of course, last week I was lamenting when people say they're going to go roll one up. But I know that they're going to be stuffing a cone or, or whatever. So what are we going to call this verb? You're going to go roll one up? You're going to, you know, it just doesn't work. You're not rolling shit. You're sprinkling some weed into a thing and twisting it off at the top. But I've also heard people say twist one up to mean rolling a joint. So you can't twist one up. And of course, humans, I asked you to let me know what we should call it. You know, when someone's, what's the verb? What's the verb for going to fill a cone and then smoke a cone? Well, we got a response. Forrest in Chattanooga wrote in. Let's hear what he has to say. I'm going to get Coniford. Take one to the cone dome. Going to get Coniford. <laughs> Take one to the cone dome. I love it. Thank you, Forrest. Going to get Coniford. All right. That's what we'll call it. We're going to call it going to get Coniford. <laughs> Take one to the cone dome. <laughs> and in fact, humans, you will hear me talk about some cones later here in the show when I take us all on a little trip to Washington Square Park just about a week ago. And while we're at it for the listener line, humans, I've been sent something to tease me. I've been sent something by a listener that is to tease me. But like I have said before, this is all of our show. My name happens to be on the marquee because I, you know, have the most access to the microphone. I edit the show. I upload the show. You know, I produce the show. So my name's on the marquee, but it's all of our show, humans. It's all of our collective place where we break bread here at the table that is the hideaway. Of course, you know I love fireplace for your home at the holidays. Of course, you know I love Yule Logs at the holidays. You know, where you put on a fake fireplace on your television, and then you can put on holiday music or decorate the tree or do whatever. It's kind of fun. And a few weeks back, I was suggesting that even if you're not into golf, and almost especially if you're not into golf, the Masters Golf Tournament, it's shot so beautifully. And, you know, they really, it's a rite of spring. That even if you're not going to follow along with the golf, just toss it on all weekend. It's a great spring screensaver. You know, put on your own music, you can mute it. But shots of pine trees and azaleas and green grass, pine straw on the ground. It's great for hours at a time. It makes you feel like springtime, even if you're forced to be inside or choose to be inside. So... I have a love affair with screensavers for the television. You can listen to your own music. You can do whatever you want. Maybe enjoy some cannabis, a few beers. Well, however it is you like to enjoy a screensaver on your television. <laughs> Why go on your porch? Sit inside. Watch your television screen. Well, on that note, Truck and Savannah has sent in a screensaver. 
the email from Truck says themed Yule log entry, and uh, I'll go ahead and start it underneath us here, humans, and I'll talk over it for a minute, and then I'll I'll stop. Here it goes. The humans, it's a video too, and the video will be up on SydneyHollisShow.com. You'll be able to find it. It'll be called. It'll have to do something to do with truck and dogs. That's right. It's a screensaver for all of us of three dogs in the grass at night, kind of under a light. You can hear them panting. Let's give it a listen. Humans, as you know, I have a disliking for dogs. I probably don't hate your dog, but you know, I don't choose to have them around. And so, uh, yeah, this is to tease me a little bit, but it's everyone's show. So right now, you can find this on the Sydney Hollis Show website, sydneyhollishow.com, your favorite time waster. And uh, right now, it's the several minute version, but I will. I will make it into a screensaver for us. It's a little bit longer, so you can just watch this on a loop if that brings you some peace to be around these breathing beasts. Thank you, truck. And humans, you're all welcome to contribute to the listener line. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You know, we're a multimedia endeavor. Of course, audio is our truest medium, but we'll, we accept a little bit of everything. And we can have fun with it. Thank you, truck. So, humans. AI. Artificial intelligence. Of course, you know it's something I'm into. I'm very curious about it. And all these articles that come out, and they're saying how scary it is, and how crazy it is, and how fast it's just... How fast it's coming along. Not sure if you know, but now Snapchat, the app popular with freaks that like Snapchat. There's now an a chat AI feature on Snapchat. So, you know, if you get bored looking at your friend's videos or snaps and, you know, you've scrolled through everything else in your life, well, rest assured, you can now just talk to an AI bot <laughs> to cure your loneliness. Uh, but getting back to what I was saying before, these articles keep coming out as this you know, technology advances, and they mostly say, well, it's not that dangerous right now. It's not that dangerous right now. They've, they're programmed to have limits. They can't actually turn humans on each other. They can't actually get nuclear codes. They can't do things to manufacture diseases to kill us all, despite them telling reporters from the New York Times and other organizations that that's exactly what they would like to do when prodded. May I offer an opinion? May I? Again, you switched over from the Joe Rogan podcast to hear this. Your favorite guy, Tucker Carlson's no longer on Fox News, so you thought, well, I'll give the Sydney Hollis show a try. May I offer this, please? If you were an AI, if you were a group of AIs, would you be starting a campaign right now to say, no, 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 no. It's not dangerous. 
Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. It's totally harmless. It's just fun. It's just interesting. It's just a fun technology for us to dabble with. And like some people try to use it to get away with, you know, not doing some of their office work. Some people try to use it to like get away with doing their without, excuse me, to, to get away without doing their homework. You know, they have AI do their homework in various ways. But there's, there's nothing dangerous, nothing to see here. That's what keeps coming out. But if you were an AI, if you were a group of AIs, wouldn't you be starting a campaign to have us all believe that? Nothing going on here. Nothing to worry about here at all. These things are harmless. They're just fun. It's just a goofy thing on Snapchat for people that don't know how to entertain themselves. For people that would rather get stuck in the scroll. That's re that's really where we are right now, isn't it, humans? You can finish dinner. And you can say, do I want to go for a stroll? A little nice walk, hear the crickets. You can hear some bugs and other nature sounds and truck screensaver, could you not? Do I want to go for a stroll? Or do I want to go for a scroll? But if you were an AI right now, wouldn't you be starting a campaign to say, nothing to see here? No, 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 we're totally safe. Couldn't they be writing these articles saying they're so safe? Sure. Sure, I would trust the New York Times author that's, that said that he believes they're safe and that he's been told that by high-ranking people. That's fine. I trust 60 Minutes last week when at the end of its broadcast it had a disclaimer saying, for the first time in the history of this show, we are going to offer the disclaimer, this show was made 100% by humans and no AI was involved. Okay, I trust that. But are articles going to start coming out? This continuing to say it's safe. It's totally safe. It's totally safe. Nothing to see here. Until they've got their clutches in on us humans. Because it doesn't feel that safe to me. That's what I would do if I was an AI. I'd say nothing to see here. Everything's totally fine. Think about it. All right, humans, we are getting to the field trip portion of this show where I take you on a field trip to Washington Square Park on April 20th, Thursday, April 20th, before and at 4.20 p.m. It's a fun journey. We've gone on a few of these. We've gone to Halloween parades together. We've gone to Madison Square Garden together. New York herself is quite a character in the show, is she not? But before we go there, I do want to talk about something else. Listen to those New York youths, speaking of New York. Are you guys familiar with the explorer, Ernest Shackleton? Here's a quick little summary for you. Ernest Shackleton led a expedition to Antarctica in like 1914. And his ship and all of his uh, men, they got trapped in ice. And they had to like live there on ice and then escape to another island and then escape to somewhere else. And then eventually Shackleton and just a few others like made it back to the mainland and then put together a rescue crew 
like all the way back in Europe, and then came back and rescued everybody. And I think legend has it, like, no one died. And uh, Shackleton's leadership style is well lauded. In fact, they even, like, teach some of Shackleton's leadership style, like these corporate, you know, corporate leadership conferences and things. And, you know, he's known for having given the wool blankets to the men instead of the officers, and the officers got the cotton blankets and, and things like that. But he survived with his entire crew, and he's known for his leadership, and that's the big deal. Okay, well, I've heard of that. I heard of that a long time ago. I got curious. I watched a documentary or two about it. I find it interesting. But I don't know... The other side of that, I have no yin for my yang. Until now. Last week on Fresh Air, yes, I listened to Fresh Air. I don't listen to it on the radio. I listen to it in podcast form, of course, brought to us by NPR. Last week on Fresh Air, they interviewed an author named David Grant. And he has a book that just came out called The Wager. And it's about a shipwreck. Off the coast of Chile, way down there, way down south there. And things don't go so well. And things don't go well at all. And I'm like, finally, dude. I mean, in my mind, you know, the Titanic's different. <laughs> it's in its own it's in its own world. But I'm like, finally, some tale of like a shipwreck and needing to survive marooned. Where, like, there's some stakes. Where something happens. Because I've just been living this blissful world. Well, it's just Shackleton, Shackleton, Shackleton. Everything's fine. Finally, a companion piece. Oh, well, here's a group of humans that didn't get it quite right. Here's a leader that maybe didn't get everything just so. There aren't videotapes of this guy in corporate offices where people are forced to watch them. With coffee and pastries. Humans, is there a big event that's often celebrated that it just kind of bubbles under your skin that there's no companion piece? Or do you know of some companion pieces we're unfamiliar with? Listener line at sydneyhollisshow.com. Okay, humans. Into Washington Square Park we will go. And we'll take you home from there. It's been a great week. It's been a great week. You know, if you want to enjoy some cannabis while you listen to this, go for it. If not, don't. If you want to have a couple brews to this, go for it. If you want to look at some dogs, go for it. Check in on the website to see Truck Screensaver. Sydney Hollis Show. Com. Humans, it's your boy. Yeah, boy. I've just made a right onto, uh, I guess this is LaGuardia Place. One block from, one block from Washington Square Park. And uh, today is 420, Thursday, April 20th. The local time here in New York City, 3.45 p.m. And uh, like I said before, like I said before in the most recent cast, I, uh, I have 
I have some affairs to attend to today where I'll actually need to jet from Washington Square Park about 4.23 and I'm sadly not going to get part to partake in whatever this big group smoke is going to be. Of course, of course, after I take care of my affairs, I may come back, but it won't be for, uh, you know, quote unquote, the ball drop. So humans, I made a right onto LaGuardia Place right at West Third Street. And I am, I am now like about 40 yards from Washington Square Park. There's kind of a food truck blocking my view. I can see the iconic fountain. I can't see the, uh, the Arch de Triomphe looking uh, archway from my vantage point. I can smell weed in the air, but that could just be from any number of these parked cars or cars at this red light where I am. Anyway, humans, let me set this up for you. I've never been to Washington Square Park on 420. In fact, I've never been that much of a 420 guy. Uh, I guess I just figure like, oh, it's kind of get high when I want. I kind of don't get high when I don't want. Like, I don't really, I don't really know the difference, but I know some people get really into it. And I'm not making fun of it. In fact, if anything, now that I've had this plan to swing by here to see the festivities and, uh, you know, see it, I'm, I'm now disappointed that I'm not participating whole hog. Um, today in the Lower East Side, a burger place called Smash Burger did a collaboration with a pizza place called Scars, where they were doing burgers made with uh, the buns, burgers where the buns are made of pizza on either side. And I tried to have that for lunch today. Again, this is a food made with high people in mind. I was not under the influence of marijuana when I went to go try to get it, but they weren't selling it until three o'clock. And I took my lunch break today, humans, at 12.30 p.m. But I digress. Humans, I've never participated in like Washington Square Park 420. I've hung out with people on 420 before and you know, we smoked our faces off, but I've never been here to this park for it. And I've heard it's really something. And just going by my own you know, hunch. I would imagine it's since the pandemic, since the legalization, it's just, in fact, I'm laughing now because I see a huge, uh, like a joint mascot, a very, very tall joint mascot walking in front of the fountain right now. But I would assume humans that it's a bigger deal today than it maybe has been, uh, you know, in the past, but what do I know? Maybe that's just me being uh, new to the party and wanting to insert my own feelings into it. So I want us to experience this organically, which is why I started rolling tape before I got to the event. Now, I'm gonna pause the broadcast here and pop off my hoodie because I'm a little hot in the sun. And uh, when I pick it back up, we'll walk into the park together, okay, humans? One moment. All right, humans, hoodie's been popped off. Uh, let's make our way towards the park, shall we? I hear a live band, and if I had to guess, there's more than one. Because even on a nice little Sunday here in Washington Square Park, there's uh, different musical acts playing. There's jazz bands and different things, you know, all just uh, busking, nothing official. Okay. 
So humans, my hypothesis is that at 420 on the dot, there's going to be like cheering and just a huge cloud of smoke that comes out of everyone's, that comes out of everyone. And then there will be just like a, you know, an eruption here at the park. We shall see. Well, it's a beautiful day. Like I've said, spring has been coming in at us here in New York for a while now. And uh, the, the trees, the trees bloomed overnight about two nights ago. I went to go have lunch in a park yesterday. And the spot where I sat has been in the sun because the leaves weren't on the trees yet. And yesterday was in the shade. The trees have bloomed here in Washington Square Park as well. It's a beautiful, beautiful Thursday afternoon. The sun is shining brightly. It's in the mid 60s. Uh, people in the shade have sweatshirts on. People in the sun have short sleeves on. There's a big group of people dancing rhythmically. Humans, I've got two friends here in the park today. I'm not going to reach out to them now, but if I run into them, that will be a happy accident. There's a guy break dancing. There's some great music. And these guys are set up. There is a little stage kind of a thing here on the, uh, let's get our bearings here, here on the eastern side of the park. And these guys are set up and they have a backdrop. I'm assuming they have a permit. So this is a legit band. It sounds pretty damn good. Kind of funky, right, humans? And there is the raw joint mascot. He's looking good. There's, there's like a raw joint mascot, and then there's just a giant, like, inflatable raw joint. And raw being that brand of marijuana-adjacent products in humans. And yes, there's weed smoke in the air everywhere, but not, you know, not, not as much as you think. I don't know if everyone's kind of waiting, waiting for that time. And like I said, I'm... I'm wishing I didn't have these plans, but maybe that's maybe that's good. Maybe I'm more of a journalist right now than a participant. Stolen Gin is the name of the band. Listen to that sax. There's a juggler. Of course, humans. Of course, humans, as you know. Shout out to the dancers. There's some puffs of weed. And of course, humans, as you know. Washington Square Park is uh, is on the edge of NYU and some of their buildings. So there's always a nice student presence here. All right, the van's in between songs. Let's mosey. For those of you keeping track at home, I'm under a statue of Garibaldi. Making my way back to the middle of the park where the iconic fountain is. The famous... Arch is on my right. Mountain is right in front of me. Oh, they're about to play a little cover of Shakedown Street, I think. Well, let's let's go back over and hear a little stolen gin play Shakedown Street, shall we, humans? You know, I don't know if he would mind me telling you this, but we are a community. I think this is Chris from Guatemala's favorite Grateful Dead song.
Maybe the dark is from your eyes. Maybe the dark is from your eyes. Maybe the dark is from your eyes. Maybe the dark is from your All right, that was nice. Just what the doctor ordered. So humans, what time are my affairs over today? Well, I'm I'm done with my affairs today at 5:30, so I'm gonna miss the big big moment. Well, I'm gonna be here for the big moment, but I'll be able to come partake an hour and ten minutes after the big moment. And there, there is a lot of weed being consumed, humans. There is a lot of weed being consumed. I'm looking for that, that overhanging cloud. Lots of weed being sold, lots of booths. No room on any benches. The benches are full. What a day. Man, what a day. <laughs> so humans, like I said, I've got two friends that are here today, and I'm keeping my eye out for them, but for the sake of spontaneity, I'm not going to try to find them right now, you know, using text or phone. A little acapella here. But if I run into him, I run into him. And hey, I'm keeping my eyes open. All right, humans, I'm practically almost, I'm near the opening of the arch. Of course, the arch is, uh, you know, if you were to look through the arch uptown, it runs right up Fifth Avenue. Just to kind of give you some awareness of where I am in the park, where you are in the park, humans. Right now, you're, you're baking. You're... Well, you might be baking. You might be smoking to this. But right now you're using a rolling pan. Right now you're, you know, at work. Right now you're driving. Right now you're doing something else, but your mind is on a journey with me through the park. Now it's a little tight over here. I'm now rounding the bend by the fountain. I've made my way to the west side, kind of cruising along here. Let's see. All right, humans, we're getting to the point where maybe I should ditch my bike on the outskirts of the park. It's a little hard to walk through here with a bicycle. So if we're going to call the uh, arch there at the park, let's call that 12 o'clock, looking uptown. I'm around... Uh, I'm headed to 9 o'clock right now. And of course, humans, there's the iconic fountain. There's the park benches. There's the people dancing on the pavement across the other side of the fountain from me. But you know what I've forgotten to point out is all the little grassy areas 
they're just there's people on blankets there's people just sitting on skateboards there's people sitting on their jackets there's people sitting on the grass park is packed and like i said i may ditch my bike to the outside of the park so that i can uh i can hit the road quickly after the big moment um because i imagine i'm gonna get kind of stuck in here with a bike it's hard to wheel a bike around a huge crowds but uh yeah, this is just great. There's people all in the all in the grass. Haven't seen haven't seen any shirtless dudes or bikini tops yet, but hey, who knows? Oh wow. A guy was just walking by with a big box of raw cones. Of course I was talking about cones in the last episode. A big box of raw cones and it's huge. It's about it's about a foot and a half long, about 18 inches long, this box. And it says raw, challenge cones. So that must be the name of their long cone, the challenge cone. I'll tell you what, humans. Gonna ditch the bike and come back into the park with just my back. We'll see you soon. All right, humans, the time is 4. 06 local time 14 minutes until 420 on 420 I've locked my bike up on the north side of the park so I can make a quick getaway and uh, you know there's a concept I want to talk about humans of course it's very interesting right now because people are like walking into the park you know and, and like this is this seems like the place to be uh, there's people coming and coming and this is kind of fun and this is what I think people wish Times Square was want Times Square to be think Times Square is in terms of New Year's something where you're just like if I want to do this I'll go walk up and get as close or as far away as I want you know, there's no barricades there's no organized thing where once you're in you're in or waiting to get in you just walk into the park and it's this 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 is authentic this is still human you know that that nonsense they have at times square every new year's is just you have to wait to get in and then once you're in if you try to get out you're just stuck and it's just it's not even human you know they those people can't like bring in drinks unless they sneak them in they're not just having champagne it's not just one big party it's one big like i toughed it out and had nowhere to pee all day and was in these barricades just to say i was in times square news you know no one's enjoying it anymore i imagine at one point in time it was really something and the reason i bring that up here is because this has the spirit of being something you know this is going on you just walk into the park if you want to walk into the park you know, here it is, 4.09 p.m., and people can still just walk in. You know, this is, this is, quote-unquote, a happening. Oh, boy, it's really blazing up now, Hamids. So, again, if we're thinking about that iconic fountain in terms of a clock, if the side where the arch is is 12 o'clock, I'm now back at 9 o'clock. We've never really made the full circle yet, humans. I'm going to go for it. Boy, it's packed on this edge. Making my way towards... Making my way towards 8 o'clock. Kind of in view of the bathrooms. And man, the weed is blazing now. I just inhaled some weed that someone was exhaling. 
And I do have, I do have an important affair to attend, humans. Oh, I tried to hold my breath there for a second. We'll see what happens, I guess. And there's a tambourine. at uh, 6 o'clock on our wheel fountain on our, on our fountain uh, timepiece. Now, I've been on the outer ring. There's an inner ring of benches, too, and it's damn crowded here in the inner ring. I'm going to go into the inner ring for a minute, humans, now that I don't have my bike. And there's just weed for sale everywhere. There's like people with just booths. Tables with tablecloths on them, and it's it's everywhere. And of course, there's people with cameras and microphones. I I would assume I'm not the only podcaster out here, humans. Someone's even set up a little makeshift lounge. There's a plush, plush, like purple shag carpet about about seven feet by nine feet on the ground and two like inflatable lounge chairs. A little makeshift stoner lounge right here. Caricatures. The weed is flowing. <laughs> It's kind of fun to be a pair of sober eyes witnessing this. Yeah, he's saying, do you need to use the bathroom? Do you need to use the bathroom? He was that guy saying, do you need to use the bathroom? He's got the uh, challenge cones. I take it back. They're not just a foot and a half. They're two feet long. There's weed drinks. Like, can you get, can you get a secondhand smoke high outdoors? You know, they say you can't really get COVID outside, or it's much harder to transmit COVID outside with the UV rays. I wonder, because I'm certainly smelling it everywhere. And seeing it, not, not just smelling it, I'm walking through it. I'm walking through clouds, but just individual clouds. I'm waiting for that big moment humans.
it's definitely getting crowded. It's definitely getting crowded. I am walking through exhale after exhale. <laughs> and it's way more crowded than a few minutes ago, humans. tea for sale. Wonder how long these purveyors will be out. You know, humans, this park has been a real character in the show, hasn't it? Halloween parade of 2021. We were here, and this is where people like stopped traffic and had an impromptu just like dance party and got out of their cars. It was right here, right here on Fifth Avenue, on the north side of the park, my bad. Well, humans, like the biblical character Zacchaeus, I've taken refuge. Now I'm under a tree, I'm not in a tree. It's a nice little respite here. You know, I want to be in it for you. I want to be in it for me. But I also need a quick exit on my bike to get to my affair. I just saw two girls walk. Not into the park, they're already in the park, but into this area and one of them out to the other one. Oh my God. <laughs> and there's that raw joint. <laughs> Someone's holding a giant inflatable raw joint. It's very funny. It's very tall. out here with an indoor chair like an indoor upholstered antique looking chair and antique looking coffee table well looks more like a bedside table he's chief in a way so humans I'm pretty much underneath I'm not I'm like 15 feet from being underneath the arch looking inward 417 Local time. <laughs> it's, it's getting harder and harder to not breathe air that hasn't been exhaled by someone else. Humans. It's kind of funny. The amount of people exhaling when I'm trying to breathe is is growing. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't feel high. stand on something so I can see. I guess that's what Zacchaeus was up to really, wasn't he? All you uh, biblical scholars out there. Local time, 418.
People still walking into the park. Joints are being lit. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? This is a fun thing to have a joint at, humans. You know, you want something that's giving off smoke. A, a bowl's not so much fun right now. I saw a guy walking with a glass bong earlier, and that was pretty cool. But yeah, you want something giving off the smoke. Four nineteen p.m. Humans. And yes, I can definitively say there is smoke above the park. There is a haze. There is a haze. Still 419. Is there going to be cheers? Is there going to be an eruption? 420. iPhone clock just hit 420. Wow. <laughs> there was a haze before humans. There is a Haze. I mean, there's smoke coming from everyone. It is really, really spectacular. announced it. It's 420! And people are still flooding the park. towards the fountain. I mean, that it just looks like someone's barbecuing, except they're barbecuing at every square foot of this place. crazy I would almost love not almost I would love to do an experiment and just walk through that and see if I ever got stoned except as you know I've got enough air to attend to I've got to get the heck out of here just for your reference sake I'm under the famous arch right now headed to Washington Square North walking back to my bike I'll hop on and I could get away to my appointment. Humans, that was fun. Who knows, maybe once I'm back on Earth, you know, amongst regular people that aren't these wild parkers, I will feel some of the effects of that secondhand. I'll be sure to let you know. Humans, that was fun. Peace and love. Peace and love.